Glad you're with us today for the Fullerton Financial Hour, where your retirement dreams begin. I'm Mark Elliott, alongside Stephanie Fullerton, the president and founder of Fullerton Financial Planning. Stephanie started the company in 2004. If you'd like to find out more, we always encourage you to go to the website. Some great information there. Fullerton F. P just stands for financial planning. FullertonFP.com. Questions, concerns, no cost to chat with the team. They're here to help. They just don't know if they can until they hear from you. That is 800-947-9522, 800-947-9522. All right, Stephanie, we're going to talk about life insurance for the next couple segments. And I know everybody's excited now. So here's the deal. Don't turn off the radio. We're going to talk about not do you, right. yeah, you know, right? Not yeah. do you need life insurance, but do you need life insurance for your retirement. Does that change the perspective? It's, do I need life insurance? Because I think most of us think, ah, we're 30 years old. we got some young kids. We need some life insurance in case something happens to us. Our family will be okay. We get to retirement. We think, ah, you know, our kids are doing pretty good. I'm not sure I need life insurance anymore. There's still a lot of reasons for it. So does the, the question, is it a different answer? Do I need life insurance or do I need life insurance for retirement? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's a lot of different components, and I'm glad that we're talking about this today because, Mark, when it comes to retirement, especially retirement planning, there's all different types of um, tools and vehicles. It's just not, I wish, you know, I could say, here's this magic bullet, this is all you have to use, and okay, all is fine. It's not that easy any anymore. In fact, you know, think about it. We used to say, you know, building retirement is like having a, a three-legged stool. You've got Social Security, you've got pension, you've got great interest rates. Well, that's well eroded by now. It's gone. We don't have pensions like we used to. Social Security, well, is it keeping up with inflation? No. Uh, interest rates? Can you go live off of interest rates right now? No. So there are strategies and it looks so much different. So when we talk about life insurance, you're right. A lot of people probably thought, well, I might as well turn turn the station now because I don't need life insurance. And why do I need life insurance? I've got to die for someone to benefit from it. And it's so opposite of it now. So I want to talk about that today because life insurance, actually, it can be used as legacy planning, but just as important, it can also be used as a living benefit. Yeah. So we're going to get into that, especially in the next segment. We're going to talk about that because that's kind of an interesting way to look at life insurance. And we certainly know since uh, the Secure Act of 2020 did away with the stretch IRA. So if you had $500,000 in an IRA, you left it to your kids. They used to be able to go from, let's say they were 40 when they inherited that IRA and their their lifespan was going to be 80 or 85. That means they had 40 or 45 years to pull money out each year, pay a little bit in taxes. Now you have a 10-year window. You've got to do it all. So you could really be causing your, your uh, kids some problems there. So yeah. life insurance could be maybe the answer to some of those challenges. What are some of the key questions, Stephanie, that we really should maybe ask ourselves to determine if we still need life insurance in our retirement years? Well, I think one of the a big question that you would want to think about is, you know, what do you, you know, just like you mentioned, you know, taxes, how is it going to be paid out to your beneficiaries? It, you know, you've, there's a great strategy that I do with a lot of my clients, Mark, where maybe they don't even need their RMDs right now, or maybe they just need a portion of them that we take their RMDs and we put it into a life insurance with the primary purpose that when they do pass away, that that big tax bomb called a IRA or 401k that they've been holding on to, so it doesn't explode into the hands of their heirs. Well, we use it to help offset their um, taxes that they do on that. How about this? How about debt? When you die, how much debt are you going to leave your family or spouse? Would you be able to use tax or life insurance to help offset debt? Make sure that you're leaving them in good financial shape. There's a lot of different areas that you can focus on, and any one of these is powerful. 
that you should be looking at. But again, you know, pay off debt, leaving your spouse in good financial shape. Um, yesterday or this week, I was sitting down with a lady and her, well, was it a couple and clients of mine, and we were doing a tax planning strategy. And the very reason that we all decided that it was time to make a switch because he had term insurance and it was getting ready to expire in May. And so the big question mark was, should I keep my term insurance? Well, term insurance is a great tool when you're young and you're raising a family and you um, you can buy a lot of insurance for cheap, cheap, cheap dollars, but you're not building wealth in it, meaning you're not really building living benefits. And so we sat down and we were talking. He goes, well, should I keep it or should I begin to look at other different strategies when it comes to um, wealth building for my estate? And so what we knew is that he's 10 years older than his wife. And when, if, if he passes away first, not saying he would, but probability we outlive men. He's already got 10 years on her. There's a stronger probability or chance that he could pass away first. And when he does, he will lose his fireman's pension of $5,000 a month. It goes away. His spouse will not get that. So our planning that we did is we're putting into place a type of life insurance that we're able to put big chunks into it over the next five years that basically will allow them to do two things. Well, really three or four, but the main two goals that we're looking at is A, while he's he's still living, if they needed to use it for nursing home or long-term care or to accelerate a benefit by using it as income, they can. But just as important, if they didn't need any of that prior, if he passed away, then after that, it would replace his pension, the income to her that they're going to be need to replace anyway and tax free. So as you can see, there's a lot of different ways that we can utilize this. So you, your question again was, what are those some of those things that we should be asking? What could be used to remove debt, help make your spouse financially secured, and then also it can help pay those taxes on that tax bomb that you have called an IRA. Yeah, I think that's great because you, you mentioned term life insurance, and you know I'm 62, so. I had time term life insurance since I signed with the Dodgers back in 1977 as a 17-year-old. My mom bought me term life insurance, and I kept it going. And then when I hit the age of 60, and I think I was paying, you know, maybe by the time the price kept going up, so maybe it's right. $50 a month or something. Well, when I hit 60, that became $900 every quarter or something. So it's crazy, yeah, isn't okay, it? No, no thanks. So that's really important. Uh, I guess let's finish this segment up. Then we're going to talk about the living benefits. I think that's really unique in the next Mm -hmm. segment. Are there any other factors we need to think about when it comes to life insurance? I mean, debt or leaving a legacy and that kind of thing, certainly to cover the taxes of what we leave behind. Are there any other factors we need to think about? Uh, Well, you know, a couple that I think I mentioned, you know, make sure that we're looking at it as maybe a replacement on income. Um, Perhaps you still have a mortgage. Mark, you know, I think you remember, I know I remember, and you're older than I, so yes, I hope that's right. you remember. That's right. <laughs> I had to throw that in. It, it, you know, it used to be the goal of the average American, get your house paid off, be debt-free, and it was accomplished. It was it was obtainable, but let's, re- let's remember that real estate was a lot cheaper than it is right now. I mean, the real estate market is unbelievable what people are paying. So here's another way to say, okay, 
Let me buy some life insurance because should there still be a mortgage that this life insurance would help my spouse pay that mortgage off so they wouldn't be in jeopardy of losing that property you know, at when they passed away and they have this huge debt. Maybe it's a way, here's a way that I'm helping my grandkids. Mark, I'm using it as a way to help them look forward to paying for college when they get to that age that they're going to college. So another opportunity to take what we used to think of it traditionally as a death benefit. No, as a benefit that why we're still living, that we'd be able to help assist with college. So there's a lot of different things. Again, it's not one in the same. What's right for me might not be right for you, Mark. That's why given a call today, we offer free consultations. We will evaluate how and what you would need and what would it take. But it takes calling 800-947-9522. That's 800-947-9522. So living benefit as it pertains to life insurance. Have you heard of that? Uh, We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Fullerton Financial Hour, where your retirement dreams begin with Stephanie Fullerton of Fullerton Financial Planning. Back right after this. 